Whether you're a faithful listener, or joining us for the first time, a very warm welcome from Spain. You're listening to the 45th episode of the Barcelona Virtual Podcast on European Marketing and Innovation. That's right, Sonia. Episode 45. Wow. Amazing. It was during this month of November, four years ago, that we began a fantastic journey together. I'm your host, Paul Fleming, joined by my right-hand man, Alejandro Molina. Congrats, Paul. As a matter of fact, last week, I just happened to listen again to the debut episode from 2018. Oh, really? I remember that quite well. We were honored to interview Raul Cabrera of the Barcelona Football Club, Barca, as he spoke about intelligent marketing. You know, it's simply stunning to realize how much technology has advanced since then in these four short years. Yeah, that's for sure. We'll discover some surprising innovations that are made in Europe. I agree, Ale. As I looked at today's notes, I found those examples very positive, inspiring even, especially given the current business climate, which is chilly indeed. It's proof that the human spirit is just destined to innovate. Many new European projects are very forward-looking indeed. And I think many of them will help our listeners in the year ahead. Oh, absolutely. I've asked George to take us directly to the latest tech trends, followed by Kerry, who will then share the more human side. And Henry? He told me this morning he'll be here. Oh yes, he's back. <laughs> he's prepared some geek bites about AI and genetics that are sure to make Kerry a bit nervous, you know. Well, that just got me curious. Shall we jump in? The following content is brought to you by the BV Innovation Lab. Voice services, AI, virtual reality, and neuromarketing are only a few of the ways we help you innovate in a safe space. To learn more, go to lab.bevirtual.com. That's lab.bevirtual.com. At the BV Innovation Lab, we bring you the future today. So, George, Paul told me that you'll be sharing some cool tech trends. Go for it. I can't wait. Thanks, Ale. And I must confess, I'm quite gobsmacked. Last year, in episode four, we focused on what we call the reality revolution, where we reported on advances in holograms, voice assistants, and realistic avatars. So what are you seeing that impresses you now, George? That would have to be the new term I've just become aware of. Generative AI. By that I mean technologies such as text-to-image AI platforms, where photos, illustrations and more can be created just by typing a sentence. And secondly, the new AI-generated videos. What do you mean by that? Hold on, guys. We should go step by step. By text-to-image platforms, you mean projects such as DALI 2 and Stable Diffusion, right? As well as Synthesis Visual AI Studio, which we use in our art department here in the agency. So, we're creating images using AI. Also a great platform, definitely. And yes, Carrie, we're no longer buying stock photos for some of our campaigns because we generate the exact images and scenes we need using AI. In the BV Innovation Lab. It is truly incredible. By typing detailed sentences called prompts, Jordi and Berta can now create the photos and illustrations they need. Within seconds, in real time, at no cost, and copyright-free. 
But even that seems like yesterday's news, when compared with the latest in artificial intelligence. It's possible to quickly and easily create all kinds of videos, using photorealistic avatars and synthetic voices, in a myriad of languages. Check out the London-based platform Synthesia. This is what I mean when talking about AI-generated video. I checked out their website yesterday. They claim that professional videos can be created 10 times faster than before, saving thousands of euros when compared with conventional video production. Video producers can choose between more than 70 avatars, 50-plus voices with different languages, and a library of ready-made video templates. Careful, boss. You might start sounding like one of those paid influencers. Oh my god, I suppose you're right. Yet, um, that's not the case at all. The company doesn't even know my name. It's, it's just pure passion on my part on seeing such amazing AI applications coming out of the UK. Paul, before we move on, I need to add one more thing. As you Americans always say, it's really gonna blow your mind. I'm ready for the explosion. What's important for all marketing and business people to realize is that these new AI media tools, for example, Synthesia or Soul Machines, drastically cut costs, especially for production time using traditional actors. Paul, that sounds interesting for our own BB Story Studio. Go on, please, George. I am all ears. In one case study on their web, Synthesia claims to have saved $5,000 and more than five days for a U.S. client who was able to rapidly create the same training video in 16 languages. That's simply astounding. I feel that this particular combination of AI with video and audio is so important for our listeners that I've put up several resources in the program notes. They're located in the blog post for this episode, which is Season 4, Episode 10. Simply type blog.bevirtual.com. Guys, my head is spinning. The technology is so powerful and the pace so fast that I often feel, well, quite dizzy from it all. Very understandable, Carrie. That's why I've asked you to share cases of European innovation that are more humanly focused. As many of our longtime listeners appreciate, you are the heart and soul of our team, always reminding us about the empathetic, ethical side of these transformations. Thank you, Paul. Well, perhaps my segment won't be as long as that of George. However, I feel that these two examples from Sweden and the UK once again are quite relevant. Earlier, you told me you had a very visionary example of ethical fashion. That's a total headliner these days, given the recent Balenciaga scandal with children, as well as a growing awareness on the part of consumers in general. Indeed. You know, fashion is an art form and truly provides us with moments of beauty and personal joy in daily life. That said, I think that the emergence of conscious customers spells the end of fast fashion, as well as the disdainful moniker of fashion victims. More and more people are very aware of what they are purchasing, and that's where the Stockholm startup Arsket comes into the picture. What makes them different? To begin with, Arsket breaks ranks with other fashion brands by not participating in the stressful paradigm of sales and collections. In their own words. We don't offer seasonal collections. We put all our focus into perfecting the garments we need, love on where the most. 
Since we don't suffer end-of-season stress, we pour our heart and soul into sourcing the most sustainable materials and ethical partners, providing our customers with traceability and accountability from farm to finished product. Those are very high standards. Yes, they are. Imagine, Asket backs it all up by offering full transparency for their garments. Where they were made, including a breakdown of the costs involved for all materials, manufacturing, packaging and transport and they calculate associated CO2 emissions. And your other British example? It's related to the conscious customer experience as well, though in a different way. Pennies is an NGO that provides brands and companies with an easy way to incorporate micro-donations into their consumers' buying process. With X-Commerce, the new buzzword. Micro-payments are a part of daily life, anytime and anywhere. Thanks to pennies, they've raised millions for charities by helping consumers to simply round up to the next pound for causes they wish to support. As I said before, these examples of innovation coming from Europe are very encouraging. You told me you've also put up links for your cases on our blog, Carrie. Thanks a lot. Henry, looks like you're going to wrap it all up with a more macro vision of what lies ahead. Are you willing to reveal your sources? Sure, no problem. There are a lot of gurus out there predicting all kinds of things, but I like to follow a German futurist from Hamburg named Bernard Marr. I didn't know you speak German, Henry. I don't, but my girlfriend's from Munich, so she told me about him. He's an international thought leader, so his stuff is also in English. What's in his crystal ball for 2023, Henry? Since it's November, it's a good time for gurus, so he's also published some new articles about next year. In my opinion, he's consistently more surprising than others. Why is that? Well, George started with AI, so let's go there. Mar also sees it as an unstoppable megatrend. He calls it AI everywhere. For one thing, it's really gonna be taking personalization to the next level. And Carrie, you like this. One example he mentions is Stitch Fix, which is powered by AI algorithms that offer personal fashion recommendations, according to the sizes and tastes of customers. What else will put artificial intelligence everywhere, according to this futurologist? Moore also talks about contactless, autonomous shopping and delivery as a big 2023 trend, much like the Kulikado robot distribution center to the north of London. In fact, AI is playing a huge role in retail already, where it's used to manage and automate complex inventory management processes that are caused by demanding ex-commerce consumers. Anything surprising that really made you sit up? Geez, just that one article about 10 coming trends would give us enough to fill an entire episode. So I put that link, along with others from a few more thought leaders, on our blog, at blog.bevirtual.com. What is a bit freaky is Mars prediction of genetic editing using CRISPR-Cas9, becoming the norm and even accelerating in 2023. He puts it this way. Gene editing works a bit like word processing, where you can take some words out and add others in. But here you do it genetically. This technology can be used to correct DNA mutations, solve the problem of food allergies, increase the health of crops, or even edit human characteristics like eye and hair color. Oh, I find that a most flippant way to describe it, appalling, and even dangerous. I knew you wouldn't like that one, given your qualms in 2020 about mRNA and possible consequences. 
Henry, thanks for that express overview and for the additional resources in the blog post for this episode. These developments all show us a whirlwind of change awaiting us in the year 2023. Fortunately, bringing positive innovations that will help us all greatly to face coming challenges. As we move ahead, let's always keep ethics and human dignity in the center. It's sure to be a North Star to guide us as we now enter the Christmas season and beyond. We look forward to your company again here in December. Thanks for listening. Remember to check out our other flash briefings in the podcast section of our blog. Many of the episodes include very interesting chats with European innovators and entrepreneurs. Till then, goodbye from Spain. This flash briefing is brought to you by Barcelona Virtual, a European internet pioneer. To visit us, type the letter B together with virtual.com. That's bvirtual.com. <laughs>